everyone. This is Andrea Koskai. I am part of the Tink team where I do podcast marketing magic. I'm also a podcast producer and I am the founder of an NGO in Romania, my home country, called Her Time Romania, which focuses on the empowerment of young women towards leadership through networking. Hey, podcast besties. Welcome back to the show dedicated to making your podcast the best it can be. I'm Courtney Kosak, your BFF and helping you grow and monetize your show. And I am excited to be back with another babe from the Tink Media team. This is so funny, but Josh Taylor from the Wild West Extravaganza tweeted, every time I find out that Courtney Kosak has interviewed someone from Tink Media, my ears perk up. They're like the Navy SEALs of podcast marketing. Ah, that is so true. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. And so this interview features one of the fine Navy SEALs on the team. Andrea shares some great perspective on podcast marketing, collaboration, community, sustainability, social media, and more for indie podcasters, plus a few awesome podcast recommendations. So SEAL team go! We will never quit! (laughs) Let's get into it, besties. Well, I'm so excited that you are a podcast bestie today. So let's dive in first with kind of your podcasting origin story. So the cliff notes of what you were doing before, how you got started, and a little bit about your experience in podcasting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show and having us. It's really nice to talk to you again. Um, essentially how I started podcasting, I started around 2018. And at first I was doing podcasts that were, you know, produced independently and really just passion projects about things that I'm really passionate about. So different social issues, feminism, Uh um, also multiculturalism because I'm originally from Romania, but I've lived for two years in China and then I came to the States five years ago. So, you know, trying to wrap my head around all of that. <laughs> yeah, you have a really interesting background. Yeah, so it definitely went into that. And so doing that for a couple of years and then in 2020, I started working as a freelancer as well as an editor, producer, associate, anything that was available because mm-hmm. I just love working on podcasts. And simultaneously, I'm also really passionate about social media. So I've been working as a freelancer for that as well um, for a podcast. And then in 2020, uh, when everyone's passion project started, (laughs) I would say, I founded an NGO in Romania, in my home country called Her Time Romania. And we've reached over 15,000 young women so far on our social media. So learned a lot from that. And Tink was just a great way to combine both of these passions and to learn more about the podcasting world and also podcasting business, which I hadn't had the opportunity to learn much about before. That's awesome. So how did you get connected? Um, actually, I, I put out a, an announcement on one of the Google groups like, hey, I can help out with management. I can help out with production or marketing. Uh-huh. And Ariel reached out and was like, hey, Lauren and I are thinking of adding someone else to the team. What do you think we like, you know, we call and meet up and see how our values align. And it worked out perfectly because that was also after I met Holly at your event, actually. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing. And she's part of the team now, too. Oh, I love right. that. Yeah. Okay. So you've been working at Tink for a few months now, and you guys are 
monster podcasting marketers. So what's kind of the biggest podcasting marketing lesson you've learned so far? I would say one of the biggest things for sure is being open to collaboration. I think this is something uh, some podcasters are kind of reluctant about because they're thinking, you know, why would I promote another show? Why Uh would I want to send off listeners to someone else's podcast? And, you know, I think collaboration is so, so important, making sure that you know, if you're talking about an important topic with your audience, sharing with them where else they can get resources, information, and just overall having a a network of support in the podcasting world is just super important. And that's just how things work. So if you don't really do that, unless you're in a huge network and even huge networks have that, right? Yes. Um, So it's necessary. It's a must. Yeah, totally. And then on the social media side, since that's kind of one of your zones of genius, what do you think podcasters should be doing social media wise? Mm, That's a good one. I think social media is important. Um, One of the things I've been learning, uh, you know, while working at Tink, because I was not really used to kind of combining both of these passions that I have is that it's not necessarily like a launch pad for your show, right? But it can be very, very useful. And one of my number one tips in terms of social media and trying to build a presence over there is making sure you're building a community, having in mind exactly who the people you want to reach out to are, what is their profile, what are their values, what are they looking for, and making sure that you also display that through your branding and through your communication with them, Mm -hmm. always interacting. That is so important, just as how important it is to do it during your show, right? To always reach out to your listeners, ask them how they feel about the episode, what they would like to hear on the podcast. So, you know, taking that a step further and building that community on social media too, it can really help boost, uh, I think, the loyalty of your listeners. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But we've been hearing so much about video on social media and video for podcasting, but to promote your show, have you seen anything on the video front? Like, is that important for podcasters? Do you think? Yeah, that's a hot topic right now, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think so. From my experience, what I've mostly experimented with is TikTok. And I think TikTok is this thing that everyone's kind of trying to play around with, see how worth it is it to invest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the video element is is definitely really important if it is something that can be sustainable for the yeah. show. That's something that is really important to think about, especially as indie podcasters. What's most sustainable for you, um, you know, to be able to come out with new episodes and especially on the promotion side as well. But TikTok, um, which is, yeah, again, what I've experimented most with, does have a lot of potential for growth. We've been experimenting with it for her time. And in a few months, it's grown to a few thousand followers, over 80,000 likes. So yeah, you know, as long as you have the bandwidth to play with it, post a couple of videos a day, that is a time commitment. Um, You know, it's definitely worth a try. Hey besties, just a quick word from our sponsors. First up is Momento, which I actually use on the YouTube channels and to create social media assets for all of my shows. Being successful with podcasts and video is a full-time job that 
most people don't have the time or experience to do, let's be honest. But Momento is an end-to-end AI video marketing tool that finds your shareable moments, creates beautiful shorts, and even schedules straight to social. And it can do even more. Momento can write high-quality show notes, social posts, tweets, and even jokes from your content. Oh, you didn't think the robots were funny? Okay, you're wrong. (laughs) Your first upload with Memento is free. There is a link in the show notes. So what are you waiting for? Go see what AI can do with your video. And if you are a multi-passionate person like myself, you need to tune in to the new season of the Multitudes podcast. Step into the world of Multitudes by Nicole Carter. Filled with beautiful conversations with diverse guests sharing their journeys, passions, and transformative insights, season two is coming soon. Check out the Multitudes podcast at multitudespodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And besties, you can buy a sponsorship to Podcast Bestie at podcastbestie.com slash advertise. My rates start at just $25. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, so what's your best advice just in general to indie podcasters trying to grow their show? Mm -hmm. That's a great one because I'm kind of, you know, thinking of tips for myself as well and trying to grow the industry, meeting more people and getting to know really what I would like to do as well as a podcaster. Um, So I would say one of the things that has had the biggest impact so far is building a network of support around you, meeting other people, going to events, hearing what other people are up to and kind of what their journey has been. That is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really uplifts you and gives you ideas and inspires you. So I would definitely suggest that. And also what I said earlier, making sure that If you're an indie podcaster, think of ways of making your passion project, which is your podcast, right, sustainable. Mm -hmm. So how often realistically can you pose? What is the format that will be the most sustainable for you? All of these things are very important to think about because otherwise you're just going to end up with maybe a few episodes that do really great, uh, gets people excited, but then you realize that, oh, shoot, I don't have any more time for this. Yeah. Even, you know, when you said that, what came to mind for me is like, I have this kind of all or nothing idea about (laughs) video right now. I'm like, oh, Mm. I'm going to build this workflow and I'm going to do YouTube and then I'm going to cut up clips and I'm going to use those clips for shorts and reels and TikTok. And it's like, that's essentially for you know, channels, like four channels that I would be trying to keep going in addition to my podcast episodes. So it's like (laughs) hearing you say that made me realize how dumb that is. (laughs) It's like maybe I should just commit to, you know, one up to 60 second clip for each episode and get started on those platforms with that one clip before I'm like, okay, I have to do a whole YouTube strategy. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you can just start small before trying to conquer the whole thing or you won't even get started. (laughs) A hundred percent. I think that's so important because 
some people then get caught up in the idea that, oh, I want to do so much, but I can't do it all. So mm-hmm. then it can go into this kind of like waiting game. And then how long can you wait until you're ready and until you have the bandwidth for it? So yeah, definitely, you know, trying it out, giving it a go, and it's going to make you as well excited for it and want to do more. But I think it, it definitely makes sense because you never want to just post something for the sake of posting it and then kind of abandoning it until next week. Right. So I totally get where you're coming from. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Okay. So favorite shows, I would love to know the podcast that kind of got you into podcasting. And then I want to know what you're listening to in general these days. Mm -hmm. That's funny that you, you put those questions together because they are together for me as well. The heart is one of the shows that Yes, I absolutely love it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. There was another Caitlin Priest fan that I was talking to earlier. It's like such a gateway. Who isn't a Caitlin Priest fan? I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> yes, totally. They've done just such amazing work. And it's definitely one of the shows that got me into podcasting just because... I think what I had seen a lot of before was very conversational podcast. There wasn't a lot of sound design. And one of my mentors was really encouraging me to go outside, you know, to think outside of the box and to do something a little bit more experimental, which was totally out of my comfort zone. But I think once I saw this show and I heard it, I'm like, okay, there's so like there's endless possibilities yes. of telling a story and it's just art. So, you know, I've been loving the their latest season as well, listening to it as soon as an episode comes out, I'm on it. <laughs> the one which, about sisterhood? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to listen to that. It's amazing. You should and let me know what you think. Okay, cool. Anything else that you're loving these days? Yeah, I got a couple of shows that I listen to uh, more or less on the daily. They're kind of like short and sweet shows that I really love. One of them is called The Daily Rally. So it's basically a show about, you know, every day people come on the show and they tell their stories of how they've, you know, they've gone through struggle. Maybe they've had an accident. Maybe they had, you know, a family situation going on. And out of that, they came out of it so much better. And it's kind of how they overcame that. It's always revolved around some type of sports, of of moving your body, which I think is so interesting, being in tune with your body and your mm-hmm. mind at the same time. Um, so I just love hearing those stories. It gives me like a boost of motivation every day. Oh, interesting. Anything else? Yeah. um, Another short and sweet one is Womanika. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. (laughs) I don't know that one either. It's really awesome basically telling the story of women every day, like in 10 minutes, the story of their lives, how they, you know, made impact on this world. And right now they're focusing on movers and shakers, I think it's called the series. So it's basically stunt women and, you know, women wrestlers. So just hearing all of these stories of women is just really cool. And I always love hearing that, especially um, for women. And a last one, I mean, there's so many, but um, another one that I wanted to mention is California Love. Oh, yeah. Have you listened to it? I've heard about it, but I haven't. You recommend it? Yes, I definitely do. It's basically about K-pop and the history of K-pop through the eyes of a woman from LA who grew up in K-Town, which is really cool because I just recently moved to LA in September. So I'm trying Uh to like learn more about the city, like try to understand kind of its history. Yeah. And it's just really awesome that she tells it from a personal perspective, but then obviously puts it into like a much bigger context, which is also what I like to do in my podcast. I love that. Okay. A couple follow-ups. Have you 
heard appearances? No, I haven't. Okay. I think if you like the heart and that kind of genre, I think you would really like appearances. And I believe Caitlin Priest, like executive produced or was involved in that somehow. I have to check it out. Yeah, definitely. And then um, you mentioned that show that's like 10 minutes daily. So I feel like that's a little bit of a trend in podcasting. Mm -hmm. Do you like that format as a consumer? And do you see the trend too? Oh, yeah. I definitely see the trend. Every day when I look through new episodes, there's a bunch of them that are like 10 minutes long. And I think, you know, every podcast lover goes through this. I just add so many to my queue and I download them right. and I try to get through them. Um, so yes, I've definitely seen the trend and I personally like it because I feel like I learned so much in 10 minutes and for a creator to be able to condense so much information and make it entertaining and, you know, easily easy to consume mm -hmm. in that amount of time. I think that's very interesting and I appreciate that. But I do also love longer format podcasts that are either conversational or, you know, you learn something new. So kind of like a balance of the two. So I can get through my cue. Yeah. Because <laughs> totally. there's so many awesome podcasts to listen to. I've been thinking about that a lot because for Private Parts Unknown, you know, I went bi-weekly. So I'm just every other week because mm -hmm. I wanted to like really be able to like put out stuff that I was really passionate about or whatever. But then I was like, oh, I want to stay in touch with my audience in between. And I had another guest on who was talking about doubling your outputs, the fastest way to double your ad revenue. Anyway, all got the wheels turning and I was like, oh, you know what I should do on those alternating weeks is quickies. You know, my podcast is like a sex and love podcast. So I'm calling them quickies. They're like going to be 10 to 20 minutes, short mm -hmm. episodes. And I do think that will give my listeners some sense of like, some people are just drawn to that. And they're like, yeah, I just want to bang this one out. So it's like, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> I love how it's very on theme. Can I just say? Yes, Totally. <laughs> yeah. And that's an awesome idea. I think if it makes it efficient for you and again, sustainable and a good way to get out information that maybe you couldn't put into that episode, doing it once in a while and having listeners get like a bonus kind of thing mm -hmm. that's like quick and like reminds them of, hey, you know, this awesome podcast you love is giving more content. I love that. And I can't wait to listen. Awesome. Hey besties, Mopod Boost has helped me reach so many new listeners for this podcast, maybe even you. And I'm thrilled to share that Podcast Bestie now has over 60,000 downloads, and this is just episode number 14. And Mopod has definitely given me a boost in that department. What is Mopod, you ask? Good question. It's an effective, targeted way to promote your show. It's already trusted by industry giants like Condé Nast, iHeartMedia, and the HubSpot Podcast Network, and that's because it works. But Mopod isn't just for the big guys. Mopod Boost is perfect for indie podcasters like me and you. Mopod's groundbreaking technology transforms your podcast episodes into captivating display ads. These ads are then optimized and strategically placed across the web, steering listeners right back to your podcast. It finds your potential listeners where they live on the internet. And there has been an exciting new wave of updates to Mopod Boost self-serve that includes the ability to generate impactful ad copy with the help of AI and the implementation of sophisticated 
targeting options such as geolocation, age, gender, and household income. So podcasters can now pull comprehensive campaign reports straight from the platform, delivering insights on audience demographics, devices, daily delivery statistics, creative performance, and even granular geographic data. Mopod Boost has actually been my favorite paid advertising experiment to date. I have used it on all my shows, and you can try it for just $100. Plus, if you're a bestie, you get 10% off with the link in the description. So try it out and let me know what you think. Okay, so I'm having y'all audit me. So I have three podcasts. You can choose whatever you want to audit. So I have Private Parts Unknown. That's my sex and love around the world podcast. The Bleeders, book writing and publishing. And obviously you are on Podcast Bestie right now. (laughs) So is there anything in my ecosystem that you're like, oh, I think you could try this or I think you could tweak this to do it better or please stop doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Please stop doing the podcast altogether. No, <laughs> no. I would be so sad. <laughs> I absolutely love Private Parts Unknown. I mean, I think we talked about this before. It's just such a fun show. Again, you sometimes bring in your personal perspective, but you also put in that much larger context to it, which I think is so important. And that's what, you know, kind of attracts listeners. But it's very interesting that we were talking about like 10 minute kind of episodes because that also makes me think of newsletters. Mm -hmm. And there's obviously so many amazing newsletters. Yours is one of them. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And in terms of that, because I'm subscribed to so many, I just try to get through them and try to get the information. One podcast newsletter that I subscribed to recently is called Nudge uh, from the Nudge Marketing Podcast. Really good. Totally recommend Oh, what is the premise? What do they do? Basically, he brings in so many marketing tips every episode. And he also has a newsletter. But basically, the way that his newsletters go are that they're just basically super short. They give you this tip. They give you a visual, show you how, you know, a business or a company has applied that tip. And I've been really, really enjoying that because I'm able to see, okay, this is the tip. This is the visual. It's it's really helpful to remember it. And if I want to apply any of those, I can just quickly get back to it, go through it really quickly, and then, you know, just makes it super efficient. So yeah, if you want to add with your 10-minute quickies, a little quickie newsletter, I think that would work really great. <laughs> yes, I have totally gotten off my game with I was pretty good for a while about sending private parts unknown newsletters with every episode but you know what I realized the hump is is like sometimes my partner is not available to proofread my stuff so I have realized I was actually thinking about this right before our call but I was like maybe I just need to hire someone to proofread for me just to get it you know what I mean like I just do a batch all at one time and send them to them And I could probably find someone on Fiverr or something. But if that's my obstacle, it's like that's that should not be my obstacle. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And hey, honestly, we need to take advantage of AI right now. Yes. It's doing so much for us. So, you know, you can try out, start out like that with an AI and it might just do the job for you. Yeah, I have been playing around with it so far. I think it's going to get really good, but. So far, it still needs a little tweaking, so it's like it still takes some of my time. But yeah, it's a great resource too when you're feeling like your brain is fried and you just want some ideas, and then you can kind of write your own thing from there. 
Yeah, but, it's a starting point for sure. For now. For now. It might do the whole job. And honestly, when it comes to show notes, I welcome that. <laughs> yeah, that is not a bad thing at all. Because that's also going to bring in, you know, other kinds of jobs for us. More in time to be creative. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yes, who doesn't want more time to be creative with their podcasting? Thanks again to Andrea for all of your wonderful wisdom and information. SEAL Team Go! And thank you for tuning in to Podcast Bestie Bestie. Make sure you check out the last episode with Katie Hearn Church from Queen's Podcast for all about how to build a thriving and profitable Patreon community. And Podcast Bestie is now on YouTube, so head over to youtube.com slash at podcast bestie to subscribe. You can watch interviews with Ariel Nissenblatt, Jeff Umbro, James Cridlin, Gary Arndt, and of course, Andrea and more. And Podcast Bestie has been getting some awesome reviews from the podcasting community on Apple Podcasts. We are actually now up to 50 ratings. Jay Trotter 2 says, Podcasters take note. A great podcast that delves into what it takes to make a great podcast. Courtney always brings on informative and knowledgeable guests and has the ability to make it all sound fun. Oh, yes, I love that. And I got another one that says, learned a lot. Loved a few of your episodes, especially the one about Growing Queens podcast. That was the last episode with Katie Hearn Church. That review is from Gabrielina Acala, who has a hybrid English-Spanish podcast called Acata Paso, where she interviews people who are not famous, but she considers to be fascinating, which I think are the best kinds of interviews. So make sure you check out Acata Paso podcast. And I got another review from Krista Michelle. Must listen for all podcasters. I discovered Courtney's podcast a few months ago and am officially obsessed. As a newbie podcaster, I've learned so much. She interviews expert guests who deliver so much value and cover all the questions that come to mind. Several of her eps have been bookmarked so I can come back and reference later. Thanks a ton, Courtney, for the helpful content that's also entertaining to listen to. Keep it up. Cheers. Oh, Krista, cheers to you. And I also got a review from Two Lives Podcast, Tangible Tips. I love Courtney's enthusiasm and willingness to try all the suggestions given. She and her fabulous guests make this sometimes lonely and mysterious podcasting world approachable and fun. Thank you for the show. Oh, thank you for the review. And another review. Woo, I got a lot since the last time. A few episodes in and it's all opening up. I learned about this show through a cross promotion and then after catching up with just a few back episodes and keeping up with the new releases, dozens of questions I had for my podcast business plan were answered and a new marketing strategy came to me. And I found several new helpful collaborating shows as well. This is an invaluable resource. Oh my God, you guys are spoiling me. Lindsay Leeds says, excellent advice for podcasters. As a fellow podcaster, I really appreciate that helpful advice, tips, and tricks that are shared on Podcast Bestie to help start, grow, and monetize an incredible podcast. 
And one more from Elaine Grant, who is the host of a podcast called Sound Judgment and the CEO and co-founder of a production company called Podcast Allies. And Elaine says, extremely practical marketing help for any podcaster. I love this entertaining and incredibly useful podcast. The practical takeaways from industry professionals, especially those who understand the ever-evolving world of audience development, are actionable immediately. I find myself returning to the transcripts to make sure I don't lose any tips. Thank you so much, Elaine. And make sure y'all check out Sound Judgment if you like this show. I'm sure you'll love that one. And if I read your review or you left one recently and I missed you, make sure to hit me up and let me know about your show so I can give you a proper shout out on the next episode. And besties, I want to collaborate with you too. So if you leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and you email me or you leave the info in the review, I will give you a free shout out on the show right here on the next episode. And while we're at it, I just want to shout out one more bestie who has been an absolute gem. Kate Lavender, the host of Lizzie Borden Audio, has been such an amazing supporter of this show and my other shows. So if you are obsessed with Lizzie Borden and the whole inquest, including what was excluded at trial, definitely check out her podcast, Lizzie Borden Audio. And Kate also has an awesome YouTube channel for the show. Even if you're not into it and you just want to see a pretty great execution of a YouTube channel, check out the Lizzie Borden Audio YouTube channel. And besties, there is another easy way to get featured on the show. You can buy a sponsorship at podcastbestie.com slash advertise. I have super affordable packages starting at just $25. And check out my other podcasts for more of my audio creations. I have Private Parts Unknown, which is about love and sexuality around the world, and The Bleeders, which is about book writing and publishing. And you can follow me in between episodes at Courtney Kosak. That is K-O-C-A-K on Instagram and Twitter. And Podcast Bestie is also a newsletter. If you didn't know, it actually started as a newsletter. We are soon coming up on the two-year anniversary. And I send out lots of newsletter exclusives to my besties, and you don't want to miss those. So make sure you're signed up for Podcast Bestie on Substack. That's podcastbestie.substack.com slash welcome. Most of this stuff is free, but I also have a paid membership tier over there. It's just $5 a month or $50 for the year. And I publish advertising experiments over there and reminders to submit to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and information about how to write a press release and all those kinds of goodies. So you can sign up for the paid tier over there as well. And I actually had a bestie sign up recently who left such a sweet message. Diane said, Hi, Courtney, I'm Diane, and I have been binging Podcast Bestie. You give away so many gold nuggets of wisdom that I had to become a paid subscriber to the podcast because I know there will be more gold here too. I just want to say I really appreciate all the wisdom, but also just the joy that you offer. Your personality shines through every episode. Bye, Bestie. Totally made my day. Thank you, Diane. 
So Diane Hall, I hope I'm saying that right, is the host of Well, She's Away, which is a podcast where women share their unique travel adventures and advice in the hopes to inspire you to get out and see the world. I listened to a little bit of her podcast and I'm already obsessed. So make sure you check out Diane's podcast, Well, She's Away. And again, join the squad over in the paid membership. I would love to have you there. That's podcastbestie.substack.com slash welcome. Until next time, happy podcasting. Bye, Bestie.